we're we're in the freaking studio. I'm recording on my phone. Fantastic. Sorry to interrupt. It's okay. Just gonna say I didn't get in the water much. Yeah. Um, but I like walked the beach. There's another dog there named Milo. Cool dog. Sweet dog. Um, ate some candy. Finished a puzzle. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just pretty chill. Stayed there one night, went back home, and then I came here. Nice. That's my life. Sounds like a, a chill spring break. Super great. For a chill guy. Yeah. Would have liked a bit. Would have liked a bit more time, just kind of doing nothing. But yeah, I enjoyed doing something. Yeah. In the end. That's good. Uh, well, folks, with with all the various technical errors in mind, we are officially now uh, driving in that Hellcat, speeding in that Demon. This is Ben Calvin and Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Very excited to announce this week we have a, an incredible topic, an incredible theme, theme and topic. Uh, this this week's episode, it's it's the learning, finding out, and knowledge episode, and we're going to be talking about learning. We're going to talk about finding out, but most most importantly and most ex- excitingly, we're talking about knowledge. I have a question. Oh, please ask. The only way to find out is to ask questions. Oh, you're sorry. Are we going to be talking at any all about um, education? Uh, if we can avoid it, no. Okay. But, that, I mean, we'll see how, how it goes. Got it. Just wanted to <clears throat> prepare myself for that. Yeah. Okay. Were you hoping to avoid? Well, I just didn't want to, you know, bring up something that we were trying to avoid. Right. I want to make sure we're all on the same page with that. I mean, I wouldn't say there's, like, an embargo, per se. On... I'm going to get taxed. I'm going to have to pay up every single time I say that word. Actually, yes. Well, I was going to tell you after the show so I can make more of a profit, but... Well, it's a good thing I found out. Oh, my God. Before Looks I like you acquired some knowledge. Messed up. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, first topic. Uh, we're going to be finding out... This First off, we're going to, folks, be finding out what is up with what what is and what isn't uh, teen pregnancy. What does it mean to be teen pregnant? What doesn't it mean? I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean uh, renewing the title on your car. That is not teen pregnancy. What? Other thing that isn't teen pregnancy. Yeah. Dusting your shelves. Uh-huh. So now that we've defined it in the negative... <laughs> Will you define it in the positive for us? Um, in the positive yeah. light? Okay. What, what is teen pregnancy? What is teen pregnancy? Um, well, who can really say what teen pregnancy is? It's one of those, one of those topics that, one of those words, those mm-hmm. phrases that you've never really known. It's kind of like right. mysterious, kind of up in the air. Yeah, like um, quantum sort of. Yeah, quantum, I would say. Um, yeah. Now, we all know what pregnant means. It means to be bearing child. Right. Um, but now we're throwing in the teen, this teen aspect here. Um, and that's where it gets a little funky, because you see, you, 
You can't say one teen is bearing child in this. Because um, teens... Correct me if I'm wrong, but are you suggesting that because teens are childs, they can't bear children? Yeah. Just you can't have a kid. You can't have two kids. Kid can't have... Kid, there can be no kid kid. Right. It can only be adult kid. Um, so what happens is this single little child, this little baby... Um, is quantumly shared between two different teens hmm. <laughs> whose ages add up to that of an, an adult. Uh, so effectively that child's one mother is an adult of adult age and therefore pregnant. Um, it's pretty crazy how evolution and nature has just kind of um, developed and adapted to completely avoid the, the worry, the fear of um, a teen ever being solely pregnant. Um, pretty remarkable. It's incredible how the human race has adapted <laughs> to, to avoid that. <laughs> Just the superposition of teen pregnancy. Of little baby. Yeah. It's truly an unknowable. <clears throat> the one thing that humanity was not meant to know is about what teen pregnancy is. <laughs> If only we never discovered. We were better off not yeah. knowing. Now, knowing of our incomplete knowledge, insult to injury. Insert, insult to Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Albert Einstein's Stephen Hawking. He's, they're all rolling in their graves right yeah. now. They're saying, hey... Who's getting teen pregnant? What is, what is teen pregnant? And what even is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying to myself every day, and I'm still alive. <laughs> imagine how they must feel. I can't even imagine. They got a lot on their plate already. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. They probably think it's some, like, new invention. Yeah, probably. Like yeah. the steam engine. Like the steam engine. Yeah, it's the next... It's the, this is the next industrial revolution. Yeah. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> industrial pregvolution. <laughs> Pre Teen preg, <laughs> teen preg, uh, yeah. The teen industry is just booming as of late. It's been, it's been a great year, so a great fiscal quarter for teen pregnancy, for teens in general. Yeah, just for teen. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking whoa. of which. Speaking of. Calvin, you're just in time. We brought in an expert on the subject. Mm -hmm. um, someone who's experienced it themselves. A personal experiencer of what some call teen pregnancy. <laughs> hey. What others call uh, the moral. What? Or what? What do you want? Well, What's up? Well, Just go, good. Yeah. Is this good? <laughs> no one else is on it. <laughs> It's We've had an issue with the computer, and we can't that, record on the Audacity, so we're recording on my phone. <laughs> so it's going to be a really good quality. We spent a chill first, like, 15 minutes just trying to figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, Calvin, uh -huh. you want to turn your mic on first before Oh, yeah. Okay, you sound on. Very cool. Um, so, Calvin, as our resident expert and experiencer of the abstract concept of teen pregnancy. Mm -hmm. 
No one really knows what it means. No yeah, one knows what it is. No scientist on Earth can comprehend what it there's is. Every single scientist that's tried has come up with a different conclusion. Yeah. Um, so could you kind of put in your two cents as the unlearned, um, um, unknowledge-bearing um, <laughs> participant the in this, the layman? Mm -hmm. The um, ultimate layman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to comment. Please, go ahead. Well, um, I've been told I have teen pregnancy. Um, <laughs> I've gone to hundreds of doctors, and they all say, Kid, you've got teen pregnancy. And I say, Well, doctor, what is that? And they, uh, <laughs> they all say the same thing. They say, I don't know, but uh, it's in you. <laughs> oh my god. And I say, is teen pregnancy good or bad? And uh, they say, we don't know, but uh, you got it. Huh. <laughs> wow. Is it serious? I've been told it's very serious. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> well, I wish you, if it's good, then congrats. <laughs> if it's bad, then I wish you all the best. Thank you. I wish you all the best either way. But just a different kind of best, like a good best if it's good, and then like <laughs> you will survive best yeah. if it's yeah, bad. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I want to share a little secret part of my life. Um, back when I was 19 and 350, like two days old, yeah. right at the end of my. Um, glorious teen years, the best years of my life, uh -huh. um, I had this itching, this craving um, to become teen pregnant. Oh my god. Uh -huh. Yeah. I just, I couldn't get over it. Um, I figured it must have been puberty, yeah. um, but I didn't know what to do and it just kind of hit me one day that I need to become teen pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, and I reached out, I told all my friends, I told everyone I could, I reached out. Um, and asked for their help, asked for their advice, um, direct or indirect, um, helping me get teen pregnant. Right. Um, Wait, sorry, is, it, is this doctors you're talking to, or...? Um, well, since doctors don't know, like, doctors know little more than what us everyday folk uh -huh. So I was, yeah. I was asking more friends and family gotcha. to assist in this endeavor. And even, there was even a GoFundMe page made. Um, really? to help raise money. <laughs> Did that us. actually happen? Yeah. Um, and it never... Of course it happened. What do you want <laughs> to say that? He's uh, telling the story. I'm just remembering that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did happen. Okay. <laughs> um, and I raised a total of zero dollars. What was your um, goal? I'm just out of curiosity. I think it was set at like 100. I don't know. That's pretty it, close. I think it was like no cap on the... You gotta do no cap. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just say no cap? <laughs> Is that story no cap? <laughs> There's no, no cap. cap up there. Yeah, no no cap. cap. They go fund me and no cap. No cap. No cap. Okay. No um, yeah. Raise zero dollars. I think I probably had eight viewers on, of the page, um, yeah. and then my birthday came and went. Not teen pregnant. So you skated by under the radar, but now you're. Uh, I don't want to be the one to break the news live on air, but yeah, you're, you're adult pregnant just now, 
I don't want to, you know, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger, but I heard you with child as an adult now. <laughs> Is that well, true? You'd be correct, Henry. <gasps> oh my god, congrats. I, just, I didn't want everyone to find out this way. I mean, you know, how are you? After I was trying so hard for so long, I'm continuing it. I'm just not just here to live right now. Well, it's not just really a pregnant, it's a dead pregnant. You're not just any pregnant. You're right. Sort of the the advanced stage of advanced. pregnancy. <laughs> pregnancy too. Uh -huh. This is terminal pregnancy. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Do you guys know a lot of people who've been teen pregnant? Every pregnant teenager I know. <laughs> did they like it? Uh, some did. Some do. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> it's a pretty surprisingly like exactly 50-50 ratio uh -huh. of people who say it. I like being teen pregnant, and people who say I, I do not, I'm not currently <laughs> enjoying. Mm. I am actively against. Right. Yeah, I'd say I'm right in the middle so far. Yeah. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not for me. Hmm. <laughs> but it sounds like ultimately it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's you gonna change that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> caught the teen pregnancy bug. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's been going around. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, don't wash your hands once. And... <laughs> I never wash my hands. Well, that's, that's probably, probably why I got it. Anyways, is that our, is that the end of our bit on teen pregnancy? That's our just the start. Segment? <laughs> <laughs> Part one of two hundred. We're learning about teen pregnancy. <laughs> um, folks, one of the most most classic places to uh, acquire knowledge and to find out about things and to learn things, uh, it's it's school. More specifically, the classroom. Um, and that that leads me to our our relatable segment of the week, which this week is going to and being in class. You know when you're going to class and you're like, oh man, I don't know a lot of things. But then you're being in class and you're like, wow, I'm acquiring a lot of knowledge about things. Can anyone else relate to that? Can I get some snaps? Yo, dude, I totally relate to yeah, that. Yeah, dude, you know when you're in class and you're like, huh, I'm thinking about things. And I'm finding out about it. Yo, I like did that today. Dude, no way. Me too. No way. That's crazy. Dude, how did you go to class today? Today I went to class uh, on my feet. I walked to class. It's not that related. Yeah, I cannot relate to that statement. How'd you guys go to class? On a bike. On a bike? Yeah, dude. I put on my backpack, I put on my safety helmet, Yeah. I hopped on my bike and pedaled off to school like every, uh, like every, like every, single, every single student does, dude. 
It's so relatable. Oh my it's God. so relatable. Oh my it's God. the quintessential school experience. If you're not riding a bike, are you even going to class? I don't think you're learning if you're not riding your bike to yeah, class. Yeah, you, you haven't prepared yourself to learn, so you <laughs> learning at all. What did you uh, talk about in school today, Henry? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I thought I was going to be so relatable with that segmented now. Look at me. <laughs> I've been hoisted by my own petard. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you just keep a general going to class, dude, that's relatable. Okay. Yeah. yeah we well, all went to yeah, class. We all today. agree with it. Like going to class. Okay. It's happening. Going to Super class is relatable. cool. Dude, it happens yeah. to you guys. Mm -hmm. Dude, all the time. Every day. Every chance okay. I get. Well, that's that's reassuring, I guess. You guys ever uh, not go to class sometimes? Not once. Never. <laughs> Sometimes One of the most relatable things of all time <laughs> is going to class, so how, yeah, can I I know. <laughs> how can I pass up that opportunity? Sometimes, okay, my let me let me put it this way for uh, you. Sometimes Calvin, I just want to remind you, this is the relatable Yeah, no, 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 I know. This is not the, no, we're this is not, the, this is not the contrarian side. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I don't want to contrast anyone. So don't. But I, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Sometimes uh, I don't go to school. Uh, I don't go to class. Mm -hmm. And Calvin, pick your next words. <laughs> load up my computer. I go on KhanAcademy.com and I learn stuff. Uh, you guys ever learn stuff during class time? Yeah, I learn stuff all <laughs> Dude, the time. I always in class. learn stuff during class time. Every time I'm in class, I'm like, wow. I'm Even when I'm not in class, I'm learning stuff. It's like I'm in class. See it now. That <laughs> gives me pause. That like doesn't. That phrase you just said. Which you, one? You, There's two parts that don't come together. <laughs> yeah. For me, what's confusing, you're not going to class, but you're learning things. And you typically, for me, learning happens when I go to class. In class. When I'm being in class. Yeah, that's usually the case for me, too. But I'm just yeah, saying... but so you're saying... Maybe what's relatable isn't going to class. It's learning during class time. But I, I feel like going to class and being in class are some of the most related <laughs> things for me. Like when I see someone else who's being in class, I'm like, hey. I entirely structure it and like, my entire life is built upon what's the most relatable thing to be doing. Yeah. And those things are <clears throat> going to class. Learning in class. And during class time. Learning during learning class time. No. In, cla in the class. Riding your bike in to class. Classroom. Right. Be specifically being in class. <laughs> being in class. Going to class and being in class. <laughs> Just to, to recap. Yeah, I, thank you for the summary. Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't go to class and I'm like, damn, this is relatable <laughs> because... I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was probably... Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> We've officially... Oh, what did this... You've subverted... Where did you learn that word? <laughs> That's what you learn outside of the classroom. Right? That's what happens when you don't. That's what all the kids are saying in class. class or being in class. <laughs> you break the rules. You become a degenerate. So they start every Khan Academy lesson. <laughs> I will say. Yeah. Going to class, being in class, yeah. and using Khan Academy. That's kind of relatable. Dude, that's how I feel when I'm sitting at home during class time. But it's all about the atmosphere. It's all about uh -huh. the, the ambiance. Well, it's like you're immersed in the, the learning. That's what it's class is all about. It's all about the ambiance. Ambiance. 
call the ambiance. That's <laughs> true. Hey, Calvin, I'm gonna call the ambiance police on you. Uh huh. Not ambiance. Emergency today. services. I need an ambiance. Hello, 911. There's a guy here, and he's not relatable. He's so unrelatable. <laughs> I can't even comprehend what he's saying. I think he maybe has some sort of issue. That is not true. Anyways, that, that concludes our relatable segment. <laughs> Conflictingly relatable segment of the week. If you can relate to being in class or going to class, let us know. Um, next, we're gonna, we're typically, like I said, <coughs> most learning and finding out happens in class. But sometimes, as Calvin so helpfully reminded us, <laughs> learning and finding out can happen outside of class. And folks, we're about to bring the learning and finding out right to you <laughs> on Ben Calvin and Henry's Toys Dad Choice and Collectibles Review Hour. This, this week, we're going to be finding out uh, where is Jamaica? What? We're going to be finding out where Jamaica is. I'd like to find out what it is. First of all, what it is. Uh, yeah, do we have some background? Is there like, is this like a story problem that we <laughs> get the whole yeah get the whole picture that's going on? Right so now? I actually have it printed out for, for my textbook. I did this kind of scan of it. Oh, uh, so it's just like we're in class. Yeah. Boom. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what that's I've been so, saying all episode. Not, that's not, I don't. <laughs> this is not really. We're not stop saying doing that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not saying that. It's, not a thing, it's just kind of less relatable. Right. Well, you guys are all relating to it right now. Well, we're just doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, we, I really disidentify with what's See, happening. See, I can't relate. <laughs> I feel I'm dissociating. Yeah. Um, anyway, story problem. Uh, Jamaica is an island. Uh-huh. Where is Jamaica? Oh... I feel like the problem is not giving us enough information. No, that's, to solve I think that's it. all we need. You have to eliminate the the unimportant information. That's really asking. Okay. Okay. Which is really weird. Well, what do, what do we know? Well, hold on. You're kind of jumping to conclusions there. We need to go over the whole thing again. You want me to read the whole thing? Yeah, I can read the whole thing again. <laughs> Jamaica is an island. Where is Jamaica? <laughs> okay, okay. Why does it matter? So, well, they want to know. You know that Jamaica is an island. That's what it says in the prompt. Well, is this a reliable narrator? So what I guess that's... What textbook are you reading from, Henry? Reading from uh, Paul <laughs> Notes, <laughs> uh, Geography and the Mind. Henry, that's not, that's not a textbook. That's a classic award <laughs> Grammy winning album. What? <laughs> but it said right here in the... In the album notes. Why don't you put <laughs> why don't you put that textbook on our record player and press play, buddy? <laughs> I thought it was just in Braille. <laughs> I spent all afternoon translating it. It's not a textbook? Well, it might be for a, a music class or something. <laughs> well folks, you learn something new every day. And today we learned that Hollow Notes not textbook authors, but a different kind of author. An author of music that expands your brain, that helps you think and grow as a person. 
And that's the ultimate way of finding out. <laughs> Growing your brain. <laughs> Physically <laughs> stretching your brain out until it is larger. It has my surface area. Did you know that um, your gut is considered your second brain? So if you just eat a lot of food, wouldn't you just have, wouldn't you then have a bigger brain? Well, you have a bigger second brain. Yeah. Um, your, your first brain. Brain number one. Brain number one. Well, the apex brain. <laughs> primary the brain. Alpha. <laughs> Brain. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, it's a good thought, though. Thanks. Something to think about. I just... Something to, to find out about. I'm trying to find out. Mm-hmm. And I feel <laughs> comfortable in this environment to find out. Well, you shouldn't. <laughs> Why not? I'm about, I'm about to go in. <laughs> no. Flathead roast. Boy, <laughs> you think brain number two is good as brain number one? <laughs> You you thought. <laughs> wow. I'm hitting Ow. my hand against my hand. Ow. Flat hand roasting. Ow. Boy. Ow. That's an incredible brain one logic. <laughs> That's the power of brain numero uno. Um. To me, brain number one will always be my heart. Aww. <laughs> Calvin. Sweet. <laughs> How I feel. Okay. Still can't log into the computer. <laughs> um. um. Next, we don't want to stop just with geography. We want to tell you uh, from our brain number one, two, and three. Uh, brain number three. You don't want to. Let's not go into You're that. right. <laughs> <laughs> Brain number one and two. Uh, we're gonna help you guys find out, know, and learn about best surgeries to get in 2019. <laughs> this is top surgeries. Uh, hottest surgeries. All, all, everyone who's anyone is getting these surgeries. They're getting this done, and they're getting it done quick. Uh huh. <laughs> if they, if they want to remain anyone who's anyone. They're, they're hopping under the knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you're out there on the beach, you know, showing off a little bit of skin, Yeah. <laughs> people better be able to see those fresh surgery marks. Well, you don't want them to know you got surgery, do you? They better be able to see the pen from the surgery that the that the surgeons use on you to mark up whatever they were whatever they're doing. <laughs> uh-huh. Better be fresh on that skin. Right. Still bleeding. Open wounds. <laughs> 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 Your intestines are pouring out on the beach. W.I.D. Did you even get surgery? One way to get that hot summer look, uh, get rocks implanted under your skin. Makes you look tough, makes your muscles look bigger, and if you get hit, it's like armor. If anyone tries to say, hey, what's up with this weird plastic surgery you got? You can say, just hit me and find out. Punch me in the, in the stomach and skull. <laughs> and they'll do it, and they'll be like, ow. Whoa, that kind of hurt. I got one for you. Yeah. Um, ballooning your earlobes with oh, sand. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Just, there's some big sand bags <laughs> hanging from right. each ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like it's all under the skin, though. Yeah. It's all inside. So yeah, if you like, it's like little stress balls. Yeah, <laughs> it's like little stress balls. <laughs> <laughs> Very comforting. <laughs> well, Henry, I agree that uh, in quarter one of 2019, um, putting rocks uh, in your body, pretty big. But yeah. I think this summer is gonna be all about uh, uh, steel-toed boots, but inside your feet. Oh. For kicking so stuff. just steel toe. Yeah, steel toed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's the whole boot. <laughs> Laces too. Yeah. Huh. So that's interesting because I've been actually seeing a lot about steel toe in the sense that people are getting their toes removed, getting their toes stolen while they're under the knife. On purpose or? No, they're they're under anesthesia. <laughs> They're asleep. <laughs> the surgeon just takes a toe or two. Yeah, that actually happens to my mom. Steel toe, really? Mm -hmm. She had carpal tunnel, and they like uh, were like cutting her tendon to like release the like tension in her hands, and then they—it wasn't her toes, but they just took her fingers. But uh, her carpal tunnel is also cured now. They took the carpet out of her tunnel. Yeah, they did that, but they also removed her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> On both hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she got the first surgery, and then, like, two weeks later, she's, oh, man, I don't have fingers, but uh, the surgery's good, so she went in for the second surgery, and they just did it again. Can't beat the classics, I guess. Yeah. She was so pleased with uh, the results that she didn't mind that her fingers had been stolen, I guess. Yeah. Why do you think they're taking the toes? I've heard it's for... Uh, nipple enlargements, <laughs> but I, it's all rumors and speculation. Yeah, I heard that it's actually for like the like other surgery fad that's been going around, um, where you just get toes attached to different little spots on your body. So oh, anywhere, like toe rings. You set <laughs> the, the belt of toes around different parts of your body. Well, that's more fashion. I'm saying they like surgically attach yeah, like you, toes you just sticking up. Like a circle of oh, toes like around your ring. arm. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking just like a band of toes. But yeah, a circle of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen stuff. I think didn't, uh, one of the Kardashians got that, didn't they? One of the Kardashians. Well, it really blew up from Adam Levine at the Super Bowl this year. Oh, he yeah. He had his, his toe rings. Yeah. Full display of the neck, the neck ring, right? The neck ring, yeah. yeah. It was really, it was really crazy. And he yeah. actually had... Um, the word California yeah. um, in toes across oh his boy. stomach. <laughs> wow. Um, like a tattoo. It's a yeah. new thing. It was crazy to me how they were still, they could still bend. It was sort of articulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They actually had to like detain a couple of people in the crowd there because they saw their toes on Adam Levine. <laughs> really? Um, they tried to storm the stage, yeah. How did That's they know they were theirs? If you ever look at your toes, do you know that they're yours? I could not tell you what my toes look like right now. Are you serious? So if I were to show you... <laughs> if you showed me a lineup of four toes, I would have no idea. Which ones were mine? <laughs> Are you for real right now? Yeah, I'm 100% serious. If you were to take off your shoes right now and take off your socks, would you uh -huh. recognize those toes as yours? Or would it be a surprise? Would you be like, whoa? I don't think I've looked at them before, but I, I think I'd feel comfortable with them. Yeah. You never looked at you your toes before? You want to say before? that 
Yeah, into a microphone. <laughs> or loud enough that my phone can hear. <laughs> no. <laughs> just for the record, Calvin. Let's hear it. I mean, they're, all, they're always in shoes. They're always socked up. They're always tucked in under the covers. What about when you shower? Uh, or take a bath? I, I usually blindfold before I shower. You don't peek. Hmm? Never peek. Do you have those, like, water shoes? Those are, like, water slippers? <laughs> I, I have the ones with the uh, separate toe articulation. <laughs> How do you know which ones to get if you don't, if you've never seen your toes? I just went to the salesman and he, like, there's, like, a little box that you put your feet in. <laughs> there's a curtain on the other side and he lifts the curtain and uh, takes a look. Is that all, was that all he did? Huh? Looks like, how did he... To see, like, he had like a like one of those uh, like little measuring device thingies. Well, how, like, did you feel anything on the other side? I mean, yeah, he was he was measuring my toes. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We're well, not really sidetracked <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's pretty much all the need to know surgeries. Um. <clears throat> Uh, we can do the, the corner store thing. We can talk about uh, top ten ways of knowing how to become a cool teacher and impress your students. That's a good one. All right, folks, the, ult the ultimate form of knowing and finding out is when you've known and found out everything. And that is when you earn your teacher degree. Uh-huh. Um, That's true. And some, some people, you know, they spend so much time learning and knowing things that they forget how to teach others to learn and know things. That is so true. That is so true. Mm -hmm. In fact, true. it's so true it could be part of the Relatable Center of the Week. <laughs> um, but it's not. It's not. Not everyone's teacher. Right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but on the off chance you are a teacher. And you, you might be relating to this segment right now. Right. And we'll relate to it even more after we share our top ten our, our <laughs> tips for how to become a cool teacher and impress your students with all the knowledge that you've acquired. And by all the, I mean all the knowledge. All, yeah, all the knowledge you've acquired, acquired which is everything. Yeah. The all knowledge that you've acquired. Right. Okay, well, uh, let's, let's talk teaching. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Teachers, uh, they're so smart, it's intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, why... The firefighters of the knowledge world. Why is that? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> oh, okay, you're right. Once you're a teacher, you'll understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> like us. Um, anyways, personally, I don't find teachers cool when they're kind of lording their, uh, their superior knowledge over me. Mm -hmm. So I like it when the teacher comes in on the first day of class and they say, I'm a big dumb idiot, kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you have to listen to me because it's my job. That, that just shows that they're, they're one of us. Right. Um, yeah, a similar thing to that. Um, oftentimes, students can find teachers to be physically intimidating because they're standing true. up while the students uh -huh. are sitting. Mm -hmm. So something cool that I saw on a teaching forum recently mm -hmm. was a teacher who 
uh, again on the first day, came in in a full pig costume <laughs> on all fours. They had hay and straw and slop and stuff on the front. They just rolled around in it for a while. Said, I'm a piggy. I'm a little, little dirty piggy. Oink, oink. Yeah, oink, oink, look at me. They made their students wash them off and soak them in clouds. And uh, well, they just kind of lied on their back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a cool way of kind of showing, like, you know, not only am I one of you, but I'm, like, beneath you. I'm a oh. scum. I am a swine. Uh, and I could be murdered at any moment for food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's also experiential learning right now, for right there for the students. True. You know, learning how to take care of and slaughter a pig. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about sneaking and learning that students don't expect it. Yeah. Pretty much any step you can take to um, mask and suppress that divine aura that you've <laughs> achieved by transcending mm-hmm. uh, humanity and reaching nirvana yeah. through all of the knowledge that you possess, which is all knowledge, um, that'll, get you, that'll get you where you need to go. Yeah. Um, you could also go the other way. Um, where you become such a divine, terrifying presence um, that they are, they fear you. Right. And you know that old saying of uh-huh. um, fear is the is the teacher's motivator, um, is the best motivator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to learn. <laughs> fear is the teacher's motivator, the best motivator to learn. I love that saying. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's the end of my part right there. No, yeah. I saw a cool video of uh, a teacher fully committed to that look. Mm-hmm. You know, they let their true form show to the students. And some of them, you know, their eyes melted out of their yeah, heads. And stuff. Yeah, like it when they take their face off and you just see the glowing light. I mean, right, the infinite eyes and mm-hmm. the sword and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hundreds of wings. Yeah, some students just aren't worthy. And that's a good way to weed out the, the ones who maybe aren't as maybe as invested in your class. Yeah. Great strategy for an intro class. Yeah. You don't even need that two-week drop period at that point. Right. It's a, a one-second drop period. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I thought was really cool, yeah. uh, in third grade, it was the first day of class, new teacher, and all the kids are uh, bringing... Oh. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta speak I don't have headphones. I don't know. You just talk into okay. it. Okay. You gotta be looking at it. You face uh-huh. face and the send mic. the sound into the microphone. Okay. Anyways, uh, all the kids are bringing in apples for the first day of class. Um, Do you want to see you like two mirrors here so you can make eye contact? You can yeah. just hold your head like this if you want. Oh. I I can just turn it up too. Anyways, uh, all of the kids are bringing in apples to uh, impress the teacher on the first day. And the teacher said, um, kids, uh, enough of that. You've been bringing in apples your whole life. Uh, how about it's, it's time I gave apples to you? And he had 26 apples, and he puts an apple on every kid's desk, and we all start biting down on our apples, and we're having a great time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he put razor blades in every apple. Oh. And he said, kids, this is a lesson in trusting people you don't know yet. Um, and we all learned a lot that day. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's very effective. 
teaching tool. Yeah, I love I love that teacher. Yeah. Another great way to <clears throat> show off to be a teacher. Uh, tell your kids you're bad at technology. <laughs> and have them help you with stuff. <laughs> like, oh, I can't figure out how to download this PDF. Like, oh, I can do it for you. Or, oh, which I can't find Internet Explorer. I can't figure out where this download went. I can't log into my email. The kids are just sort of like, oh, I can help you with that. Yeah. Pretending to be incapable of what they know. Right. Yeah, like a little give and take action. Yeah. Yeah. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, absolutely. I think another effective method is um, you don't even have to be there. It's pretty convenient if you have one on a vacation. Yeah. But you have your uh, students come to class that day and you lock all the doors and like, barricade all of the possible exits and mm -hmm. things uh -huh. that they could have. And you just leave the pile of material that you're going to teach them with all the textbooks, all of everything. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, and then they'll, they'll either learn or they'll, or they'll perish. That's exactly how I feel when I skip class and learn on my own at home. How so? <laughs> You'll learn and you'll perish? Well, yeah, kind of, because I'm skipping class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the teacher could strike you down at any moment. Mm -hmm. If they find out, they notice your absence. Yes, yeah, which, they, which they know. Right. Because they know it. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Someone to maybe find out about you know, <laughs> or learn about. I'll ask about it next time I'm in class. Good call. <clears throat> Folks, to, to round out this incredible episode. <laughs> no errors. Yep. The whole time. It had hiccups and breaks? No, it didn't have no, any. No, that's oh, okay. it didn't have any. Did yeah. you not hear what he just said? Or? I, I did not hear. Okay. Sorry, that was a little confrontation. <laughs> um, whoa, spring 2019 sports now open. Pretty cool. Uh, we're going to close out <clears throat> with the combination of Ben's food log and the history of ranch dressing. <laughs> ben, you want to take it away? Well, yeah. So I kind of received two assignments over this spring break, and one of which was, which was called, it was this food, mood, poop log, um, where I kind of pretty simple recorded three of those things throughout three weeks um, to try and see how my food affected my mood first of all. Um, but then I also received in my history of food class, um, history of American condiments class, um, in the food department here at Whitman, I received this assignment to uh, study the illustrious history of ranch and its effects on the human psyche and the human body, human mind, everything. Yeah. Um, and so I figured, why not couple these two Products together, you know, two and one. Right. Take them both down. Uh -huh. Two birds, one stone, as they say. With you so far. Yeah. Um, and a secondary component of my food poop log um, was to either add or take away things from my diet. So what I did was week one, basic level of ranch, have a good um, 
bottle of ranch per meal. Right. Oh, yeah. Right pretty next standard. to standard. Pretty standard. Yeah. Um, replacing kind of my water intake with the ranch. <laughs> uh -huh. um, and then I would have my regular food kind of on the plate. Uh -huh. um, so that was week one. Yeah. And this was a three-week assignment. So then week two rolls around, and I still have my bottle of ranch. Mm -hmm. um, but then I decide to add. You know, so I choose the add option, uh -huh. um, which entailed me soaking all of my food that I was going to be eating in ranch for at least 24 hours prior to eating it, prior okay. to consuming. So it was kind of marinated in ranch right. and drenched. Like cold brew. By the, time, by the time, yeah, by the time we got around to it, it yeah. would be kind of infused with this ranch essence yeah. as well as completely covered in ranch. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> along with my nice, refreshing ranch on the side. Yeah. Um, and then week three, I kind of decided to take away this time. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, I, I go for both options. I think mm -hmm. it would be a more um, holistic, uh, food mood poop log yeah, totally. um, if I were to do that. So I decided to take away all other food. Um, so then it just became ranch. <laughs> then you're choking up. Is everything okay? It was just a really... Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a sec. So what I decided to do is I decided to freeze that ranch into the shape of the food I would be eating <laughs> and then soak it in ranch 24 mm -hmm. hours prior uh -huh. so that I was only consuming ranch. I'm just okay. like week two, dude. No, no, no. Because week two, I was still Oh, you had food. food week two. But this yeah. week three, it's ranch food mm -hmm. soaked in ranch okay. yeah. with, a, with a drink of ranch. Yeah. Um, and you can see kind of this was reflected in throughout the weeks in both my mood and my poop um, yeah. as just my like increase of ranch in my diet mm -hmm. um went like as that went up mm -hmm. my um, my mood just skyrocketed i imagine um, yeah. like ecstatically yeah. off the wall is so excited yeah so natural well. like um i i was i was hooked yeah. on this ranch stuff yeah. mm -hmm. um and then poops just became easier and easier i gotta mm -hmm. say i don't want to get into too much detail but let me just tell you um became creamier and creamier right. as the weeks went on yeah um you know, you could almost recycle, honestly, with how it was yeah, going. That's Coming out great. as it's going in. Kinda. Yeah, kind of, which is yeah. convenient, which is yeah. what I was kind of looking for. Oh. Uh, there we go. All right, folks, and with that, we're going to have to call this a, a freaking episode because it's 10 o'clock and we got to go to bed. This has been Ben Calvin Henry's Toy Statuettes and Collectibles Review Hour uh, featuring technology issues and troubles. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. God bless America. God, God bless uh, our show. Our show. <laughs> God bless this mess. <laughs> okay. <Bye. laughs> oh, is the computer not working today? It's just not logged in.